Now more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. Visit fergusonshowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson bath, kitchen, and lighting gallery. Together, we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Orizo Chandelier from Progress Lighting. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Welcome into DC On Screen, your guide to the DC Universe on film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Today we're going to get super spoilery on Arrow 509, What We Leave Behind. To recap, Susan and Oliver are getting chummy enough that Mayor Queen officially invites her to the city's Christmas party. That's good, because she's because he's seriously going to need a drink and a shoulder to cry on later. Felicity and Curtis try to introduce their significant others at the party, but Felicity's trademark awkwardness gets Curtis into trouble. As he and Paul are leaving the party in a huff, Prometheus attacks Curtis, who defends himself a little too well, but still gets his ass beat. At the hospital, he finally tells Paul that he's a vigilante. Paul demands he quit immediately or their marriage is over, but ultimately decides he has to leave either way. Much as he loves Paul, Curtis decides that his true place is on Team Arrow. Oliver tracks down some breadcrumbs left him by Prometheus and discovers that his foe is the son of one of his Season 1 victims and that Artemis is a traitor. Prometheus says that everything Oliver touches or loves eventually dies. To prove his point, he lures Oliver to a location and baits him into killing Felicity's new boyfriend, Detective Malone. He tearfully informs the team, who swear that Prometheus is wrong about Oliver and vow to support him. Oliver seeks that Susan shoulder we talked about earlier, while someone with Lila's voice tricks Diggle into getting captured by the authorities. Finally, Oliver returns to the hideout, ready to get back to work, only to find a perfectly alive-looking Laurel standing in front of him, staring at her old Black Canary uniform. Okay, so... Um, Good episode. Yeah, mostly. For the most part, yes, I would agree. Early, uh, Not in- There were a lot of good scenes, mm-hmm. minimally. Yes, I'll give it that. There were a lot of good scenes. (laughs) Now, what won't you give it? Go ahead and get started. Um, Curtis and his husband have no chemistry. I kind of agree. And and the guy that plays his husband is just a terrible actor. I'm so sorry. It's just true. He's bad. I'm not sure terrible's even on that. Just the, um, I don't don't, see, I don't want to go as far as terrible. But I appreciated one thing. I've been dreading that, you know, uh, Curtis has a secret scene since he started mm-hmm. vigilante and mm-hmm. they took care of it in Me one episode. Too. Supposedly. Yeah. No, if he comes back and it's like, it, if he comes back and he's accepting of it, of, of, of like, yeah, I know you're going to have this nightlife. Great. That I don't dread those kinds of scenes. I dread the, like drawing it out, trying to lie. I know you're lying kind of thing. And they took care of the, like, I know you're lying and pretty much like by it back two or something. Mm-hmm. Now that I appreciate. Yeah. And I did too. You know, the guy made great points. It, like it, absolutely. It's not like I really blame Paul in this relationship for needing to go. Like it's, I, I, he says he didn't want to be the guy who drops the ultimatum. I, I feel him there. I've actually said that in mm-hmm. a in an argument before. 
but I also can't live uh, knowing that every time I see you might be the last. Like that's a perfectly fine point, man. I mean the yeah. the the lo- also the the that's the reality every one of us lives with every day. <laughs> yeah, but at varying degrees of of uh, expectancy. Yeah. It was just, you know, I was like, like everybody. Like, now, how much you would, how much would you loved it though? If he was oh, like, man. if if they had this conversation, like, right, it might be every every day, maybe the last time I see you. He's like, yeah, but everyone could do that. It's like, like you text and drive all the time. Yeah, they should have had that. But some great lines in there again, like the the stuff we just talked about, and then uh, the one time I thought uh, in all of their little arguments this episode that really hit was I made a commitment, you made one to me too. Mm-hmm. That was good. Like, yes. And again, Paul. If I, if it had been if it had been said by someone who could act, yes. Oh no, I think even for that line, he got it right. <laughs> no, I was I was I was willing to give him at least that line. Yeah. The line was good. Yeah, I thought he did. It was a good retort. I'm not not I'm nearly as down retort. on that actor as you are right now. Yeah, I didn't like him before though. Like the one time we saw him before, I was just like, We've oh, him, like, let's keep him out of the show. Two times or two or three times, I think. He just oh, pops okay, in here and there. Well, Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> if you give him more than three lines, you start going, wait a minute. Oh. Right. He's so bad. Oh, um, yeah. a line that's, or a, a shot that's tangential to him, at least. Um, was, was it just me or was the, like, the shot of the shuriken hitting Curtis's neck kind of, kind of great? It was pretty amazing. It seemed like almost out of place. It was so good. Like, they got out a serious camera for that thing. <laughs> yeah, it seems like this season they've been, um, I think the show, doing the, more the shows looked a lot flash-like. better. Flash-like. They've been doing more flash-like. Uh, special effects hmm. on Arrow. Maybe so. I just know. Like I've just sl- been thinking the slow show motion. Yeah, and they've gotten the. Um, yeah, just... They toyed with it last year, but they've gotten it. They've gotten it uh, a lot better at it this year. Is like the one shot fight kind of deal, mm-hmm. or the you know the, a lot of their one shots are playing this. Like last week or last year, I remember I was joking about like, man, I, that was a great try, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. One one in particular was was especially bad. Yeah, I think it was maybe the first one of the season or something. I don't remember, but maybe I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend I know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I laughed when Felicity said people who are dead turn out to be alive almost every Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, that was that good. was good. Uh, you know, my my I always have like a favorite Rory moment, and this time it was just um, mm-hmm. it was just the look on his face when she like hands him the gene sequencer and says like, "Okay, boys, have fun." <laughs> Flummox, but not completely perturbed. <laughs> that's just that's a that's a, a perfect photograph of someone in over their head. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, you know, more they have we get more scenes of Adrian Chase just being crazy. <laughs> this is like you can yeah. he's just barely holding back the the nuts so I mean barely yeah, holding back the vigilante yeah. bullshit. The seams are busting like, on that shirt, man. Like, <laughs> it's just a matter of time. He's like, we have to get a kill order for Prometheus. They'll back us up. Yeah. Let's just do this thing, man. Come on. Ah, I'm itching. I'm itching for it. Come on, let's kill him. I've got a gun in every pocket. I was like, <laughs> like, damn, dude. Yeah, okay, that's fine. What, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Why do you keep scratching under your left nipple? Right. <laughs> that's his heart bursting with a psycho. <laughs> So uh, I'm pretty sure Prometheus is Tommy. I don't care that they're saying that he's that they believe that he's the son of this guy that they mentioned in the, the pilot. Well, I mean, yeah, um, and the, Claiborne, yeah, Claiborne, and they're making a huge deal out of the Claiborne guy, but it doesn't make sense so far for the story with Prometheus for it to be Tommy. Yeah, except Thea said, "Do you remember when Tommy and I blah 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 blah?" That she brought up Tommy. She did in the story. She did, and they, you know, 
they haven't brought up Tommy in like well, he was in like well, like the last, yeah, like week. last week, but before that they haven't for like four years or something. <laughs> I remember he came back in a flashback, but in like season three, I think. But I really don't even yeah, recall the context like of it. It was when um, well, I think that he's come back probably every year or something or another. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was one where like Ollie was in Starling City in the flashbacks, and he goes and sees Tommy talking to Thea. Maybe. I forget. It was a flashback deal. I don't even remember. And then there was one where, like, Tommy was in... There was one where, like, there was a flashback where Tommy was in, like, Japan or something. There was definitely one where he was overseas for a second, and then that's that's all I've got. It's been too long. And he was not a developing (laughs) storyline. I have not kept him top of mind at all. No. No. Happy to see Thea back in the speedy outfit. I'm just... I'm... I mean... I always hate when... I'm fine with it. People... I always... Hate when people become superheroes and then stop becoming super, start stop being superheroes on these shows because I always feel like there's someone left on the table. That's fine. Like, Come on, I want to. That's fine with I me. Though. See that too. Like, I was okay with her. Suit right there. I was okay with her retiring the suit because when she retired the suit, and it's not this isn't causation, it's correlation. But it just so happened that at that time she became a real person, like with her own hopes and dreams. Yeah, but now she can like put on the suit, and that's part of her hopes and dreams. That, like, see, she can play. That I'm like, um, if they do that, I'm great. I just don't want her to go back to being somebody who like responds is constantly reactionary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked Prometheus leaving the bodies where Ollie left it. I like the flashback being of like you know between pilot and second episode. Yeah. Um. This this uh we haven't seen flashbacks to you know Bratva style in a while. Um. I'm still looking forward to getting back to that, but. It was a neat thing they were doing this time with like the season one flashbacks instead of the the other ones. Um, and they really are yeah. just, it was so much fun to watch that scene because he's dropping bodies exactly where Oliver did. It com- like even the amount of arrows that's in someone is the, the exact same. And um, I mean, you just, mm-hmm. especially as he's going up that escalator, you're like, dude, he really killed a lot of people. Like this guy has a body count. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point you're starting to almost sympathize with Prometheus, whatever happened. You know, Oliver was yeah. a, a deadly guy back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, um, Prometheus says this is about so much more than revenge. Yeah, not sure what he's on about there. That's what ma- another thing that makes me think that it's not that guy's son. That's all red herring. That's to conceal who Prometheus really is. Well, the the thing was like that was my and, first thought when it when it was somebody from his past that knew who he was. My first thought was like, yeah, somebody on the list because they already mentioned the list. You know, um, so it's got to mm-hmm. be somebody on the list, like their son for the age purposes. This all makes sense to me. And then, like I mean, you're saying, now that they've said that. it out loud, now I don't trust that theory anymore. Yeah, I don't trust it. I I don't think it's <laughs> I don't think it's that. But I don't know. I almost don't want it to be Tommy because I think that would be kind of dumb. Uh, it, uh, there's no motivation for Tommy to come back and do that. I mean, Tommy died, but it wasn't exactly a result of Oliver's actions. In fact, he was trying to stop it. Yeah, he got a hero. But that's the only person I can think of that they, they, they could put in that mask and it'd be like, what? Unless, and this is the other name he, he this is the other name he gave, uh, I think last episode to remember, to remind us that that guy existed. Walter Steele. Oh God. Like Mora's, uh. Yeah. Wow. I haven't heard that name in a while. Mm, well, you heard it last week. <laughs> it, it, it slipped my mind even then. I had, I didn't even focus on it. It was in the hundredth episode. He mentioned him. Wow. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. But still, again, mm. what would he really have to, to focus on? His his problem was more like his relationship with Mora. Yeah, but we don't know. Something something could have been in there. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I don't know how it could be... For them to make it such a big deal of, like, who is Prometheus... Can't be as simple as the list, if right? It's, yeah, if it's, some, if it's somebody we've never even seen before, <laughs> that's going to be a that's gonna be a bummer. It depends on what the backstory is. Really, I mean, I, I'm okay with a, a new player. Just, you, you got to tell me the right story. 
Well, you know, I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine with a new player as long as they don't, you know, build up the mystery of who he is the entire season. Yeah, I want to know within or the next the first like, part of the season. two or three episodes who this guy is. Yeah. Like, you've got till early February show. I'm going to start getting real antsy. <laughs> so. Um, so the, the, by the end of that, Ella, you know, escalator scene, the, the replay, which a great scene. Um, mm-hmm. but the moment the Prometheus looking guy steps out from behind that thing, you're like, oh yeah, Malone's dead. Mm-hmm. Malone's a goner. And yeah. even if you know it's going to happen, the look on Oliver's face when he realizes what he's done and that fucking tearful delivery of the news mm-hmm. to everybody at the, that, that, you know, the arrow cave at just wonderful job. And I guess we now have an answer as to whether or not you're going to keep killing. I would think that's because... going to make him readjust his, uh, his priorities there. I didn't know that it was, but if I hadn't killed him. But if I hadn't been ready least, to kill people know. this season, I wouldn't have killed Malone, you know? Yep. Billy would have just had an arrow in the knee. Or, <laughs> you know, whatever you internet people need to refer to whatever that game was. I don't remember the name of now. <laughs> I used to know the name of that game, but then I took an arrow to the knee. Oh, um, <laughs> oh well. The, um, is it Hopscotch? Let's go with Hopscotch. Um, well, well, first of all, Billy Malone is dead, so for the last time, Billy Malone now. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, no. Moving on. <laughs> <sighs> I'm glad that's retired, officially. You've, you've committed to it being the last one, thank God. Um, no, just a freaking great delivery with the metal there and something i really appreciate about uh how they handled this was like i know it's probably going to come up to bite us later but felicity initially just saying this is on prometheus and we have to get to work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good now that's all that's going to be a rift between her and oliver i'm betting in the future where like she did tell him hey you should cut out this whole killy killy stabby stabby thing or something's really going to happen yeah. like she did tell him and he didn't listen because as he puts it and we don't listen because we're stubborn um She's going to work with him, I think, and get this problem solved, but that's just always going to be something between those two. So that little moment where he was growing up earlier, and we were all proud of him, and we maybe wondered if she was going to have a different conversation with him than than the one that he ended up having with her, I think that maybe just got canceled out. Well, maybe. But, you know, last last season, though. And hopefully they'll remember this so that, that when we do have to endure that conversation, um, it'll be noted that, hey, I can't be too mad at you. I killed a bunch of people in Haven Rock, and also... I was totally on board you killing Damien Dark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but she, I she mean, thought of Damien Dark as an exception, I think. Not necessarily a, but, you know, a, a change in yeah, modus operandi. She knew that he was killing people and she was still, like, on board. She was still part of Team Arrow. She was still helping. I know. I, but like, I think that's where she's going to see the weakness in herself, was that she thought she could fix it before something really bad happened. And she couldn't. I think she's going to blame maybe. herself a little bit, because it, it's the show's mantra to blame oneself. They should. They're all terrible people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I really did like, but, like, uh, uh, like how they wrapped it up, though, with the last scene with like her on the couch, just um, kind of mourning. Um, and it actually did take me by surprise. I, it shouldn't have, but uh, it, I didn't expect Diggle to be captured. I, I thought they were going to bring that up again at some point, but I, I don't know. The, the scene hit me well. Mm-hmm. I uh, and that was it good. was the reason I it was enjoyed. so well done was like. When something happened to John's kid, I was perfectly happy to assume that Prometheus was attacking him on a personal level, and then he he is. It's just it's just different. Yeah, and I Oliver like the has scene. no idea who. Yeah, the team doesn't actually know he's even been taken as of you know the present. So um, mm-hmm. they'll get to figure that out about the time they're figuring out who the fuck this Laurel thing is. Which, I mean, literally the the note I have written down is Laurel. What in the goddamn hell? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with that man. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. It should, and by the I way, mean, Felicity did say every other Wednesday. Let us not forget when the show airs. And then here's Laurel. Right. So what do you think? Like you think you think this might be Black Siren? It's the only player available, isn't it? I mean, if if they do a thing where they're like, Oh well, when we had Black Siren who was uh kidnapped before over in the Flash, like when they, they put her in the jail, you know. Yeah. That was the prior timeline. Post Flashpoint, we don't know what happened. Maybe she with got Black out. Black Siren. Maybe she got out. Maybe <laughs> she was never bad. Maybe she's just Siren. Yeah. I don't oh. think there's a way to use Flashpoint to redeem this Laurel. I'm pretty sure she is super screwed, at least in this timeline. So I, I really, I don't mm. know. I mean, they've they've used so many different methods for bringing people back from the dead between like this show mm-hmm. and a couple others. I don't have a damn clue how she's got how she's back or what she might be. Yeah, I mean, it really could. It could be a lot of things. Like maybe in this reality, they never, uh, never shut down that Lazarus pit. Yeah. Oh. Maybe the um, I don't know the the woman at the hospital uh, did finally cure her somehow, but didn't want to tell anybody because it was a long shot and it wasn't supposed to work. Mm. So that's why maybe it's Prometheus brought months. her back. <laughs> and you know, I don't know. Maybe she's damn Prometheus. Wouldn't that be badass? I could dig that. I mean, that like she survives that thing, or she survives that uh, hospital accident somehow, turns into Prometheus. Yeah, and it would make or sense maybe. that the the first person she recruits is the Black Canary that replaced her. Be interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's not a coincidence that she appears on the show about the time everything's getting very real for the team. I'd be very interested to see how they handle it. Uh, did you like Susan anymore in this episode? Who? Uh, the his reporter girlfriend. <laughs> oh no. I didn't expect you to. Susan but, Williams, I know who you're talking about, but um, it but, took me a second. Yeah, she's not exactly high on your priorities of caring about Arrow. But uh, did you notice when he asked for a drink, she gives him Russian vodka? Oh, absolutely. I expected her to like pull out the picture almost. I, I, I like, thought uh, she might be doing that, but I wondered like within the context of where she is right now, because she's got that in her pocket, I mean, you know, metaphorically, mm-hmm. and she does seem to be like actually, she does seem to actually care about him. But, you know, mm-hmm. she's obviously played Theo before, and she could be playing a long game with Oliver, so there's no no reason to, you know, root for her here. But um, she could be trying to get in so far that she gets, you know, the story of the century, which is, you know, very reporter kind of thing to do, right? But I just wondered mm-hmm. if it was like an inside joke for her, just in the context of where her character is right now, to pull out um, Russian vodka to give him. Yeah. You know, she starts to get him drunk. He's like, you know, the last time I had Russian vodka. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's something I can see you getting scripted easily. Yeah. Yeah, she finds out, like, like, last time I had Russian vodkas was, uh, I was in Russia, uh, three years ago, some pirates took me there. Oh, that's all there is to the story? (laughs) Yeah, and then they threw me back on the island. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It was a long day. It was kind of (laughs) weird. I mean, except for that time I had to go back and threaten some people, but yeah. So, uh, Stephen Amell has said that Laurel isn't only in his mind, the team will actually be vetting this Laurel to see if she, like, is actually Laurel. Yeah. Um, They're not snarting us. Yeah. Episode 10, though, we're getting Talia. Okay, cool. When it comes back, we're getting Talia al Ghul, guys. Ew. And you can't tell me that Laurel shows up and we're getting Talia al Ghul. There's got to be a Lazarus pit or a something. A working involved. pit out there some damn where. I would say. Ooh, Malcolm might figure it out finally and go fix his hand. <laughs> He's too busy being cornball gangster over on Legends. I know. That was that was awkward. <laughs> Just one way was. to put it. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. Pretty good mid season finale. Not nearly as good, I feel, as 
the a lot of the episodes leading up to it, but I I did like the flashbacks. I just can't help but feel like the Prometheus stuff is all red herring. Uh, I don't believe anything that they believe about Prometheus at this point. I don't know that well, he. Uh, whatever it is, though, they're they're driving this point home so hard. Like in one of the flashbacks, Diggle says, "I'm not saying you don't do some good. I'm saying that one day your actions may have some unintended con- consequence." Mm-hmm. They are driving this point so hard that it it's got to be you know it's got to be masking. It's just yeah. it's I, just being laid out too thoroughly. It kind of is. I don't trust you, Arrow writers. <laughs> It's. I'm gonna get a tattoo someday that says "Don't trust the Googs." Right. Oh, just a quick, uh, a quick side note though. With, uh, you think Wild Dog has kids? Do I think what? Wild Dog has kids. Oh, was that brought up here? He has a little moment with, uh, with Diggle where he's talking about how important kids are, and um, Diggle says like, "You, you talk about that like you talk about that like you know something," and then they get interrupted. Oh, maybe I didn't even catch that. I guess. I, I mean, maybe I was tired. Given that Wild Dog is as crazy mm-hmm. as he is, I'm happy to believe that he probably had a kid. Something happened to it, and then he's like hitting the streets. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Just seems like the obvious thing for him. It does a little bit. I wish I'd caught that. I must have gotten distracted, or I was tired, or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Jason. And thanks maybe, for making me feel like I'm not doing my freaking job. Well, if I just read into it, then uh, it'll be me overreacting and not you missing something. <laughs> no, I'm sure I just missed something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of missing something, did I miss something earlier? Because I, I feel like I remember a, a, a picture of Lance with an X on it from a previous episode, yes. but I can't remember where it was. So correct me here. Where, where, where did that, when did that happen? Because he's still got him X'd out on his wall of hate. Uh huh. He's got him X'd out because he's off the table. He's in rehab essentially. That's that's what I was wondering though. Is like it, it's just that he's out of the way, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's all it was ever intended to mean. Okay. Just wanted to know how like to read he, that. He screwed with Quentin so thoroughly that like Quentin was like, all right, I got to go to rehab. I, Prometheus is coming after me. I should probably just be over here. But that seems like a very light sentence for someone who's trying to like pun it. I mean, he, the, the guy says everything you touch dies, and his response with uh, Quentin is to send him to rehab and make him like, <laughs> like fix him? This plays yeah, I mean, into my laurel theory. Let's get dad into rehab and off the table so I don't have to hurt him while mm-hmm. I kill everybody else. Yeah. That might be a good theory, dude. That might be... Oh, man, that's dope. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. In case we're right, let's just say that's our theory, and we called it. All right. I'll, I'll happily coattail your theory. All right. All right. Uh, I think that's all I've got for this episode. What you feel? Um, I'm good. I love the season so far. It's strong. Yeah, I mean, it's a strong-ass season. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, can't believe it's only 10 episodes I don't know uh, thank you for listening to DC On Screen you can find every episode dconscreen.com you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Twitter, Facebook we are all out there DC On Screen one word um, we're proud members of the Giant Says Team Up Network GiantSaysTeamUp.com also proud members of the Batman Podcast Network we're going to be coming right back with a review of the mid-season finale of Legends of Tomorrow The Chicago Way until then, keep some DC on your screen. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? 
I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Look around you, that car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream, you did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you, and your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.